This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our hosts and our guests is one thing. It's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling. What's up, <laughs> trucking industry? Uh, it is your host of Get a Load of This Trucking Podcast, Cameron Pishi. I am... Uh, one of the founders and today with me i've got special co-host thomas comstock what up thomas what's up what's up hello and i've also got <laughs> uh this is a this is a really cool episode because i've got my other special co-host ryan young ryan what up special yo special <laughs> so special and actually what's going to be unique about this one is uh there are no guests we are the guests we're gonna have thomas ryan and myself um really just kind of bullshitting and getting to know us a little bit more and uh what drives our passion and what the listeners have been dying to know and what we've been wanting to share with you is a little bit of uh the reason why we started this podcast and also what we do in our professional lives um, and what motivates us to get back to the industry that's uh, provided so well for each of us. So I'll start with that and then we'll dive into some other things. So I own Valley Trucking Insurance. I'm the founder of Valley Trucking Insurance. This podcast um, basically was born out of an idea to give back and help educate uh, the trucking industry. Initially, it had started with insurance and how to um, better arm the trucking community to shop insurance, be educated, not get taken advantage of, get the best rates, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Thomas, right? Thomas came to me with the idea of, Hey, let's put out a weekly video, hot tip or, you know, something like that. And it quickly evolved within about five minutes to we're doing a podcast, but we're going to do a podcast that has nothing to do with insurance is, is where we ended (laughs) up. The funny thing too is, Oh, knowing Cameron, it actually took about three minutes for him to start thinking more grandiose. And he's like, let's do a podcast four times a week for the next 10 years. And now, (laughs) obviously, we've dialed that back. Sometimes Cameron needs a little bit of balancing with his... uh, ideas and visions but we started this I, I was off the great. bad guy i gave him this idea and originally when we first started doing this it, like you said it was originally going to be geared towards the insurance stuff he actually assigned ryan and myself uh blog topics that we needed to write about and to be fair we we didn't do it like we, we started to do it i think we got two blogs done maybe and then we stopped and then we transitioned to this to being let's help with everything else <laughs> this is away from the insurance stuff i actually think thomas got two blogs done and ryan i'm still waiting on his first blog and over a year ago so, <laughs> i got a 70 blog it's sitting out there <laughs> <laughs> so and really when we talked about this we were brainstorming and coming up with the idea it had crossed my desk time and time again, talking to startups, owner ops, um, company drivers that wanted to go out on their own, even small fleets to mid-level fleets. After you open up conversation and you figure out why they're doing this and you figure out 
um, what's important to them and you get to the nuts and bolts of actual insurance, well, insurance is a huge pain point. People hate insurance. They don't want to talk about it. It's a necessary evil. But what I found, and this is I'm, I'm, I'm not going to speak out term, but probably true for them is there was just a huge misconception and lack of education and lack of understanding of what like it actually truly meant to work with um, true professionals in the space that understand trucking, the trucking industry and what they go through day in and day out. And that's all we um, work on, eat, breathe, sleep. Um, I grew up with, uh, you know, trucking in my family. It's something that I've known um, pretty much off and on my whole life. And so this was a way for us to give back. It was a way for us to empower other folks that we wanted to highlight that are doing awesome things in the industry that we refer our own clients to. It was a way for us to give back that way. And so for me, that was the motivation that kind of led me to this point. Thomas, what uh, what was your motivation other than you wanted to put out a YouTube video every week? <laughs> uh, that's... Yeah, it turned into that. But um, no, honestly, it's it's very much the same thing. Um, my family has a large history of military service, and it's been very much ingrained in me from the day I was a child and on sports teams that it's not about me. It's about people outside of me because if they succeed, then I succeed. And if I can enable other people, we're all doing better. Um, so when, like Cameron said, talking to all these small business owners, new startups, uh, people have been in the industry for a while, they, they don't talk to some people that have the knowledge that gives them the the tools to help them be safer on the road to decrease those insurance costs that we all hate to have to talk about every fucking day. Uh, it's, it's a it's a very complicated industry and people need the education and they need the help. So like personally, uh, my, my entire goal when I talk to my clients, not that I want to stay too much on the insurance thing, but it's really if like if it's not mutually beneficial and I'm not helping to educate my clients, I don't feel like I'm doing my job right because I... I know that at some point, the business probably won't stay with me. Rates change, situations change, the world's dynamic. But if I educate you guys or my clients and they can do better elsewhere too, then again, they're still succeeding and helping everybody else in the industry. So uh, very much in the same kind of vein as Cameron here. Yeah. And uh, one of the things we ask all our guests, you know what questions come in because we're going to ask it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, okay. So my, my call <laughs> sign. What would you think your handle be if you were my a truck handle. driver, Mr. Thomas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so growing up, I was always kind of a sci-fi nerd. So people would call me Morpheus or sci-fi quite a bit. Uh, and uh, honestly, Matrix is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'll go with Morpheus. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Red, blue, or red pill or blue pill, right? I mean, they both have their perks. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is he's taking both. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny such accusations. Allegedly. It helps them function at a high level, so that's why his clients love it. So all good. Okay, Ryan, what up, buddy? Um, What's up, man? Man, I, it's funny because when we started this, I remember it's like we're scared, we're nervous, it's vulnerable to put yourself out there. If you've ever done anything, go listen to yourself on a podcast and you're just going to hyper critique every single thing you say and question everything about everything you've ever known. It's like it's a terrible experience. So therefore, I never I listen to what I record. To, I have yet to listen to an entire podcast. Smart. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was there I for mean, the interview. I, I don't need to listen to it again. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've listened to bits and pieces, but I, I haven't listened to one in a while. So maybe no. I'll go back eventually. No, it's good. Man, share a little bit about what brought you to this point, Ryan. He came to me as a lowly bartender and trying to slang some real estate, if I recall. I picked him up off the streets and said, let's do a noble yeah. profession like help truck drivers. And so here Ryan is. <laughs> Well, well, it's not exactly as Cam said it, and I'm not going to be entirely redundant, uh, but I uh, actually have a long history of people who are insurance agents in my family, and I pretty much hated insurance agents. So I was really turned off by the fact that Cameron actually wanted me to work with him. Um, <laughs> but funny enough, I kind of saw that he was doing something valuable and different. Nor did I ever really think I'd work in, you know, anything to do with the trucking industry, though I have actually driven a truck when I was younger and combines and things like that. But um, basically, I got into insurance because I was kind of in a spot where I needed to make a change and it offered an opportunity for me. And I wasn't sure that it was something I'd actually stick out. But I found out in the process of learning what I was doing that there are definitely some questionable characters out there. But for the most part, the biggest thing that was lacking was people just weren't getting any direction or attention and coming from a service background. And I hate to say that I'm a people pleaser, but like coming from that type of background where I want to make people happy and I want to go the extra mile to make people feel taken care of, I actually realized that there's kind of a niche in just being genuinely caring about other people. So like I have learned and developed in a way where I guess I do good professionally as a result of it, but I also get the personal satisfaction of feeling like I've done things to help people. And, you know, just as with everything, it doesn't always turn out the way you want it, but the trucking industry has given me an opportunity and the insurance industry has given me an opportunity to give back to people and work, which as corny as that sounds is actually true. So I, through this podcast now, we're getting to meet incredible people we're getting to also use those resources that the people are giving us and give back to our clients and give back to other people in the industry. Like I tell people all the time who call me, you don't have to even buy insurance for me. I don't really care. But if you leave this relationship knowing that you have a resource, that's what matters because I believe those things will come back and also it's, there's a deficit. So that's kind of what we're doing here. Uh, you know, I'll be completely honest. Like it took me a while to catch on with the mission as far as like seeing the full vision and maybe that's because I'm more skeptical than most, but here we are. And uh, we have talked to some amazing people so far. I have a few favorites. I won't go into them uh, so much right now, but I think that there's a huge opportunity for people to learn from the people that we're speaking to. And of course we're getting our own education out of it as well. So that's really why I'm here. I know, and I know you don't want to spend too much time on some of the past episodes because you're uh, unselfish and you'd love to hear from Thomas and I. But what was one of your favorite episodes? Because um, I've got um, a couple as well. So let's let's talk about your favorite so far. Yeah, I I would probably say there are two or three, um, but I would start with Grant, Grant Bomla, uh, gem of a guy, just literally lives in service. He wants to help company culture become better. He has a bunch of different other, uh, you know, interests and I guess things that he's working on, but he, he just seems like such a genuine person. His course sounds amazing. And I think it's really important for us to, you know, create company culture that actually treat people well and 
encourage people to stay and give them a reason to stay knowing that they may not always be there. So you're not always going to get the reciprocation of the work for the goodness that you're giving, but you're setting the bar for other employers. And as we know, there's a lot of employers in the country and the world that can take advantage of their employees and don't really give them anything, but want to take everything from them. Like I really value what he's doing. I really enjoyed the conversation. Um, the other two, I really enjoyed Sherry Call, and I mean, I, there's too many here to say. I also enjoyed one we just did. I'm not sure if it's out, but with the Women in Trucking Organization. So oh, those Ellen, are my top Ellen. three. Yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah, that was Ellen, Ellen was great. So yeah, I learned a lot. We've got a lot of fun ones. I'm not even sure. I'm probably forgetting some, but those are the three that come to mind. No, I think that's great. And I've had the distinct pleasure of actually knowing Grant Botma for quite a number of years. And as far as a stand-up person and practice what you preach, and he truly, genuinely cares about just people in general, uh, without a doubt, hands down, um, I can say that, you know, he he's 100% authentic. And you're so right, man. Company culture is such a big deal. Culture of safety, but along with that, money going to get you so far. You can only pay, pay people so well um, before it starts to deteriorate after that motivation's left or after they've got comfortable again. Above that is benefits, time off. Um, how much do you invest in them? Do you get to know their family? All the things that Grant preaches, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. I absolutely love Grant. And that's a huge shout out to his culture course. And, and any of those that are managers or business owners or even just startup companies, that's something I think you should check out is how to, to, to develop and build a culture. Um, Thomas comes yeah. from a culture for Air Force, and I think, you know, they get you to do a bunch of stuff, which uh, I wouldn't do, jump out of planes and things like that. So what do you think, Thomas, on culture? Uh, honestly, culture is a big deal. And it's kind of funny. He was talking about how uh, the money isn't the biggest motivator. To be fair, Cameron, when he was hiring me, I came in off a of Craigslist ad, and he was like, you want to work for free and not get paid? <laughs> and you can do whatever you want. And I'm like, that sounds fucking good to me. Let's go ahead and sign up for that. So I got no pay, but I got good culture and I'm still here. It's been six years. <laughs> so if you so guys want to question the passion of Thomas and Ryan, they literally came to me and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to pay you anything, uh, but I'm going to give you everything if that makes sense. So they're literally pouring yeah. every single day into learning and higher education. They both have star designations. I do want to shout that out, which is uh, – differentiator amongst us and our peers, you know, a little self uh, shameless plug, if you will. Um, so I commend right, it. Tell them what the, the star designation is. Go ahead. Y'all got it. I got it too, but I want you to, to boast about it. <laughs> Ryan, Especially, would you like yeah. to start? Go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll get it. I'm, I'm feeling a little apprehension on both your parts, but uh, so the star I have it hanging up on my wall because if I didn't, I wouldn't actually know what it was. But no, I'm just joking. Uh, it's a specialist <laughs> in the transportation and risk industry. So basically, we've went through rigorous training on the ins and outs of the trucking industry to help us be better equipped for a job. That's the, the short version of it so we don't bore you to death but well, the long uh, version is we spent how many weeks countless weeks countless hours listening to attorneys reading know, language a legal language so jargon understanding contract language understanding how to break down trucking contracts and like what it actually means to haul for intermodal or the different types of shippers carriers receivers i'm not going to name any of the big names because yeah. That'll start a ruckus. No, I feel like it was what two, two to four hours a week for about four months, literally in the middle yeah. throughout the entire summer. So it was like 
Yeah. You know, those are the times and when the, we kind of can break away from our day occasionally. And yeah. we were just like, oh, Tuesday and Thursday? Thomas and okay. I had an in-person as well. We did in-person training for two days of attorney talk and stuff, which was amazing. Was it's by time. far really elevated my knowledge and in-depth knowledge of um, what the trucking community, um, potential pitfalls and things that people don't even think about. That's what I'm talking about to my clients. And yeah, it's boring. But hey, if I can save you from going out of business or I can actually help educate you and arm you with making proper decisions on how to better run your company and avoid potential like disaster and like all that's the beauty of the trucking industry. Oh. And like they, you know, they have a thankless job. They literally make America move. And like when COVID shut everything down, where did everything come from? It was truckers. But who relies on those truck companies? the whole country who relies on the company owners directly are these truck drivers and all the families that are directly employed. I just went to a leadership symposium with Great West Casualty. One of the stats that jumped out to me was 7.6 million people are influenced in one way or another working in the trucking industry from truck drivers, dispatchers, warehousing, the ports to insurance to all other professionals. That's a lot of people that are impacted by the trucking industry. So that's why we're giving back, right? These are the people we're trying to give back to, which also fuel and, and run the country. So Yeah, and I think I think we should point out too that we're, this isn't just a training based on insurance. This is a training that actually helps us understand the industry, helps us understand safety risks, which are detrimental to your business in other ways, right? When we talk about the FMCSA and getting inspections done and we talk about hiring guidelines and you know, the statistics behind those hiring guidelines and why they're in place. And those things are all really important for other aspects just in keeping your insurance costs low. So I I think it's actually great. And it's a great way to have a conversation with people to say, hey, look, these are things that will actually impact your business in another way. Because like you said, people are giving their blood, sweat and tears. And even people who are maybe undereducated in these areas and even going back to company culture, like we're talking about people going away from their families. Like you're not just trading what you're doing every day for a living for a paycheck you're trading your family time certain schedules you're missing out on activities you're missing out on events and for the truckers that's just obviously exacerbated we're saying you're going you know long haul 2500 miles away you're gone for a week to a month to two months at a time i mean some of these guys i hear are gone for way longer than i probably think they should be but you know these guys have families at home they have friends that they're missing they have events that they're missing and we have to really focus on like how can we improve their quality of life in other ways because they're taking so much out of their daily lives already yeah well, so i, think I put that it up. this uh this podcast is actually a really good way to round out our ability to help people because not only can we use our star designation to actually educate when the process of talking about insurance and that sort of stuff but now that passion of helping is going this way and we're connecting with all the other aspects of the industry too, bringing in people who are going to help with marketing and presence and uh, load procurement or safety inspections or HR stuff that people aren't going to be educated on, on doing that, hell, I wouldn't even want to do. You know, like my time's more valuable than wanting to do HR shit. No, I'm good. So if I can, you know, throw in the 30, 50 bucks a month to have that done for me, sure. You know, and how do you find that? And that's what this has turned into. So, you know, this whole thing that I think really speaks to what we're trying to do as a group is really just train and educate everybody we work with to empower them. And it doesn't matter what happens with us because we're going to be all right. We're doing the right things. No, I think it's great. Thomas, what's the one episode that stood out to you where you're, you genuinely like flipped a switch of like, I'm excited to come do the podcast 
and talk to people? Um, I think that the most fun I had was probably the one that we just recently had with Derek from the uh, Truck Entrepreneurs <laughs> that Podcast. A, that was a lot of fun. That was a, that was a real fun uh, podcast. Uh, by the way, hit him up. Um, he has a lot of uh, good resources connected with lots of cool people. Um, but I think other than that, it was probably um, Johnny Mullins. And for the from uh, Synergy yes. Solutions, him and him and John, um, th- I remember having tech issues with them, so they were coming in and out of the podcast over and on, and it was just a really funny situation. That, and I don't know, really good information, obviously, but I just enjoyed their personalities a lot and their mission to help basically do the same things that we're doing. So, and that was probably about halfway into this journey to this point. So it took a few episodes for you to kind of, uh, yeah. To, to kind of feel that out the gate, I was excited. I, I knew that we're onto something. We may have had one listener. We could have no listeners. I don't care. But if it like resonates with one company, they do one thing, which I do get feedback. In fact, my clients give me feedback. Ryan, didn't you just have a, a fleet that you were talking to that actually was talking to insurance that heard us on a podcast? Yeah, yeah. Basically, it was doing a little marketing campaign and got got a response from somebody saying, hey, I was just listening to your podcast. Uh, I think it was Truck Spy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's that's really the first feedback I, I think I've gotten uh, as far as from a stranger. But um, I think it's incredible. Yeah, it's kind of cool to know that we are actually making an impact. People are hearing things. Uh, obviously they gave positive reviews. He didn't tell me it was terrible. So I like that. Um, well, in some of the early episodes, like before we had, you know, a lot of people downloading episodes and listening to us on a regular basis, hopefully people go back in the playlist and listen because like driving safety and mental health, I know that title is boring, but our man, Mark Manera, he's on a mission to like instill fitness and positive choices. And um, I listened to him the other day. He talks about health and fitness, kind of like a light switch. Either people are all the way on or all the way off. They're eating healthy or they're like, F it. (laughs) I'm going all the way in and just ordering everything I can because that's where I'm at. He talks about like just little choices, like just kind of like a dimmer switch. Like, hey, you don't have to be all the way on. You can make small choices, which add up to tremendous results at the end of the year. Just like one thing that's a little bit better for you. You never know the impact that that can have, right? Just one more thing. My salad and my margarita is fine. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, taco salad. It's a salad. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So my green my green leaves are tortilla chips, and my salad is nachos. So (laughs) some olives on there, some salsa. You know, and it's basically a salad. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, you know, those episodes and Sherry Call, um, you had mentioned Ryan for ATA was awesome. You know, there's a lot of super valuable guests that I've just learned so much from Blythe on marketing. Um, Jason Carroll for Paylocity that handles HR and your payroll and all that kind of stuff. Look, some of these companies are doing it themselves or they have a spouse or like a sibling or someone that's in the office managing all the payroll and the taxes and stuff. It's not that much money to have a company do it on a professional level. They track, manage, help with all your 1099s, help with your W-2, help file quarterlies do all that stuff. So there are so many awesome episodes that we have. I just get amped up every time I do it. And some of my favorites, I don't have any. Um, working with my guy, John from Origin Transport, man, I'm, I am I love working with John. He's a great client of mine. But what he's doing to make an impact and change in the industry and like how he views what a trucking company should be is inspiring to me. I think he's best in class. Um, the freight coach, you know, Chris Jolly, I think was an awesome episode. Derek was a good one from the trucking entrepreneurs podcast. Like Thomas said, there's so many and I don't want to leave them out. Cause like they build relationships. Yeah, like absolutely. you said, for synergy solutions, I think, 
you know, you can go to each one of those. And I know that me personally, I've learned something. I value whoever we were talking to that much more because what I do know is we try to find the people that are doing it right in their lane and what they're trying to do and that they do bring passion and integrity and are trying to make a difference in the trucking industry. I mean, that's kind of the criteria to meet our checklist if you want to come on the podcast, right? So we get people that want to be guests. And unfortunately, some of them we turn down just because I don't think they align mission wise with what we're trying to do. So, no, I think it's, I think it's been good, man. And I'm excited about where it goes from here. Um, and for me, it's a bring a lot more of what we've been doing, but like ramp it up and try to just get, you know, shed more light on more and more issues. Ryan had brought up the topic of, uh, you know, maybe adding in a little more current event stuff to talk about, you know, things like the clearinghouse, what the impact is on the trucking industry with that. The clearinghouse is great in concept because obviously it runs the drug test and keeps drivers on the up and up. But what it's done as an impact, it's I think it's sidelined something like, I don't know, something like 70,000 plus drivers due to failed drug test. And there's a very small for, uh, uh, percentage of those that are actually taking the necessary steps to get back in the seat again to come back into the workforce. When we already have a shortage of you know, the ATA estimates like 80,000 drivers, something like that. It's not like we have 70,000 drivers on the bench waiting to come back in after they get get the situation remedied again. That's not the case, right? Um, there's cool initiatives coming in. Next Generation in Trucking um, is that organization that's training high school kids and getting exposure mm-hmm. for younger folks. There's initiatives that are coming down the pipe where they're trying to get 18 to 21-year-olds in the seats for the CDL, they're going to have 400 more hours than a traditional CDL training to make them safer drivers to get on the road should open up some appeal, should open up some opportunities for more CDL jobs down the road. Um, but with that comes, you know, the the question of, well, you need two years CDL experience to get on insurance, right? These are all things that are being addressed in question and stuff, you know, so it, it's everything's catching up. It's, a, it's catching up, man. Um, I mean, maybe we could um, try to open it up and let some of our listeners shoot us ideas of things that they want to listen to as well, because, you know, we're not going to have the foresight to be able to say, hey, we know everything you guys need to to know. You know, we don't so pretend to. If you guys no. have suggestions, let us know. I mean, we'll we'll work on trying to find people in those uh, corners of the industry to try to make sure we're getting exposure for everything, because, again, that's our mission. So help us out. Yeah, I think questions, topics, guests are a big one. Look, if any of the listeners have guests and it's like, hey, you know, my man does it good or my, you know, this lady's just on fire. She's making a change. Like send them to us. We'd love to interview them just because uh, anyone and the more we can talk to, the more we can empower and just kind of shed light on different ideologies, processes, companies, workflows, technologies, you name it. You know, we want to talk to them. Just anything that will improve um, the state of the union in the trucking industry, right? That's kind of what, what I'm after. So, um, oh, I just had a no, we got, we, oh, no, uh, there, I was going to go off topic. If you're going to stay on, go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I mean, honestly, I, the only thing I was going to say is we've had some great guests and we're looking for more and we're def- we definitely have a few in the pipeline, but uh, yeah, if, I like what Thomas is saying. If anybody wants to give us some recommendations or anybody wants to shoot us anything, feel free. I don't know who wants to drop their email to send the recommendations. Cam, do you have an email for the podcast that you want to be hit? Yeah, it's Ryan at BallyTruckingInsurance.com. <laughs> 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 I'm 
pretty sure I'm the only person who answers email. So. But I mean, you know, people, I, we're getting more traction in the Facebook group. LinkedIn's a big spot. You know, a lot of people are active on LinkedIn, um, YouTube, drop comments, go to, you know, get a load of this um, podcast.com, valleytruckinginsurance.com. I mean, people can find us anywhere. So it's not hard, right. you know, to, to get a hold of us for sure. So, oh, but if you'd like to, please do send us some send us some recommendations. We're really really excited at what the opportunity we have here, which is obviously we get to have our own education, uh, be a little more um, enriched, but we also get to provide resources for people directly through the podcast and somewhat indirectly through our conversations uh, and our day to day work as well. So. We, we're really excited to be doing this. I'm actually even surprised that I'm saying that. But yeah, when you know, we got this thing started, we weren't really sure where it was going to go. And now we've all become more excited and you know, thrilled to be meeting new people and having conversations about the industry that are helping other people and just connecting people with resources. So please, please uh, feel free to send recommendations. Keep listening. That's, that's all I got to say. Well, I, I gotta say that's, that was literally an understatement for me, man. Like I wasn't excited. I mean, this is my idea. I I I threw this out there thinking, yeah, this would be something that would be good. And then Cameron's like, "Fuck yes, we're doing this. Here's the throttle. We're gonna go." And I'm like, "Fuck." Now I gotta do it. <laughs> but yeah, to yeah. be fair, for those of you don't, that don't know. Uh, if Thomas could rewrite a book, it would be Tim Ferriss's four hour work week and it'd be called the two hour work week. So that gives yes. you a little, yes, I'm glad to hear you say that Thomas. I'm glad that you're excited. <laughs> uh, honestly, it's been a lot of fun. And the more we do it, uh, the more engaged I'm become, like you said, you were learning more, we're helping others. And the mission just kind of grows on itself, the momentum, the culture that we're building and helping to spread. I mean, it's all very cyclical and it feeds on itself. It's like the opposite of a vicious cycle. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. <laughs> Whatever that means, feel free to elaborate yeah. sometime. <laughs> well, we just get to talk. Everything's to cool going people. in the right direction. You know, yeah, everyone that we, everyone we deal with, we talk to, it's a blessing every day that I get to speak mm. to these people. Um, clients, I get to talk to my clients. That's the beauty of what we got. Everyone has choice. Clients have a choice to use us, not use us. I have a choice to work with the client, not work with the client. Um, you know, we're, we're fortunate and very blessed with referrals and a lot of people now seek us out, but we also, um, we're in sales. So we do our job too, man. You probably hear from us all the time. In fact, I was at a <laughs> conference and a stranger says, you look familiar. I said, Oh yeah. We started talking. He goes, you have a Facebook ad, huh? I said, hey, we got a few. Uh, so anyways, he recognized me from a Facebook ad. So, I mean, it's just, it, it's part of changing lives, right? Thomas said, you know, the more people you help, the bigger impact you can do. This was a way and a platform for us, I think, to get the word out and just help that many more people versus our little, you know, sphere of clients. And, you know, that's growing. We've gone, uh, launched a national program for trucking insurance and are creating some really neat, exciting things. They're making a difference. One of the initiatives, which will be coming out very shortly, um, has to do in surrounding truck driver training. Like we're, we're using technology and um, providing this as a resource to our clients to help better educate, train, um, and, and equip their drivers with knowledge. And it's going to be a technology-based training platform that goes to their cell phone on downtime, just little short clips that they can actually get certificates. So that'll be coming out here pretty quick. I'm excited about that. So be on the lookout for that. Other things are, you know, partnerships with uh, what, 
what Thomas talked about, Synergy Solutions, right, is uh, providing programs that truly do make a difference. So I've got a, a client of mine that got on with Synergy. They actually did the onboarding. They do monthly on-site meetings with them. They've completely revamped, helped rebuild their hiring process, their training manuals, their handbooks, their um, disciplinary um, procedures and steps, guidelines. You know, they help everything. It's best practice. And when they come in, you know, this company I would have ranked in best in class anyway, they made some significant changes to their organization and like fundamentally how they're going to scale. So it's all about building a foundation, building it right and setting it up for scale if that's the uh, mission or the objective of the business owner. Some guys just want a truck. They only want a truck and that's what they want to do. It's a lifestyle. Um, I love those guys. And then the other companies that are, um, you know, they want to just add truck, add truck, add truck, go from two to four to five to 12 to 20 to 250. Well, there's steps, there's levels to the game. And hopefully they're not learning it by accident, right? <laughs> hopefully they're like proactive on gaining the knowledge, gaining the expertise and, and utilizing resources available. That's a lot of times what I feel like I end up doing is being the connector, right? Hey, I'm pushing different resources and connections and people that I know, um, when I find a need or identify someone in need, it's like, hey, let me help you. Let me educate you on this. Let me help get you over with XYZ person because they're awesome at what they do. I endorse it and I trust that they'll get you where you need to go. Ultimate goal for me is to help educate and equip any of my clients to make a, an educated decision, but leave like the complicated stuff to us. It's what we do. You know, why are you spending time worrying about insurance um, when you don't need to be? That's what we get paid to do. And we do it at a high level. Let us help actually enhance and put money back in your pocket. More importantly, put time back in your pocket. That's kind of the theme with a lot of these people we've talked to is, hey, we're experts at this. You shouldn't be wearing that hat. You're, in fact, your time's not even worth it to wear that hat. Let us take this off your plate and you can do something that's better for you. Be with your kids. Do that initiative they want to do. Create this program you want to create. Get back to work. Whatever you want to do. Something that's more important than you wasting your time on HR or something like that, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, we've, we've been so serious with all this stuff for, for a minute. Let, let's bring this back because we ignored Ryan's call sign. His, his CBA. Oh, you ignored my call sign. Oh, you straight up just uh, ignored it. C We're coming CB back, handle. and I want to hear yours. What's your CB handle. My CB handle. The also major hilarious thing is since we've been doing this podcast, I have never even tried to really like dial that in. But I would pretty much say that it would be like one of two things, and I'm just going to say these because they're hilariously stupid because I'm tall and lanky. Uh, when I was younger, some people used to call me Big Bird. <laughs> and, I mean, they called me a lot of things that I won't repeat that I'd be happy to have. But, um, you know, I'd probably be more proud, but just for the sake of, you know, this being semi-acceptable <laughs> and professional. Uh, another one would be Gumby. Anybody remember Gumby? Oh, yeah. Big oh, green. Gumby. Stupid, tall, green, skinny thing. Yeah, that's basically me. I'm tall and green and... I, have a really I, just, I just got to thinking one of my favorite <laughs> CB handles or nicknames that I, I I recall from the podcast was uh, Big Daddy Fat Sack. <laughs> oh, was, was that uh, Johnny or something? No, I think I think it was Rick. Um, Isn't that like Big Rick. Boy from Outcast? <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah, so that, it, it, that's funny though. You know, kind of those things that flood back, and there's been some you good moments on that. Daddy small sack, it's fine. 
<laughs> so cool guys well man i appreciate you getting on i'm sure i you know this episode's more about uh you know more about the host a lot of times our focus is trying to get the guests to talk which they have something that they, that we want to know about this wouldn't be good if we just spoke the whole time anyway so right, i think it's right. good for the guests to get to know us a little bit more hear about the reason why we started this um you know, and that we align with them. We want to give back any way we can. And this is one of the ways that we think we can. And so I'm just grateful and humbled to be able to do that and to have a platform to do that. And for all the loyal listeners, thank you so much. Uh, it's growing to, you know, shit. I was like, man, we got like two views. One of them was Ryan and one was my wife. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured is like you get the people that love you that are like, hey, good job. You know, it's cool. And, you know, now now we're actually starting to get uh, um, some listeners and stuff. And it's opened a lot of doors and a lot of people are starting to connect with us. And I'm making some really cool connections and some really cool friends in the industry. So, um, you know, thank you to everybody that allows us the opportunity to do this for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, Cam, haven't we talked a little bit about maybe building a page on our website eventually that kind of links people to some of these resources so we can, yeah, uh, you know, with the people that we talk to, they know how to get in touch. I know that they're obviously on the podcast episode. So if anybody's interested in any of the podcasts, normally the notes should have something uh, that'll get you in touch with any of the resources of the people that we've talked to, at least the company, if not, you know, the heads of the company in some cases. Yeah. Uh, but I think that now somewhere in the near future, we'll be putting together kind of a resource page so people also know where they can get uh, access to some of these things a little more dialed in than searching through our episode. Uh, well, I want them to go back and listen. Well, I want them to listen to each episode, and then you can get the contact info there, man. That's uh, that's my I'm not the marketing genius, but you can't get me to listen to an episode. So, <laughs> I mean, we were in the episodes, so we hey, already heard a, it. Here's a life hack, and this is what I do on YouTube, Spotify, Audible, anything that I have the ability to adjust the playback speed, adjust it to 1.5, you cut everything in half, you can be twice as productive. So that's how you get down to your two-hour work week. Just do everything faster. So Listen to Chipmunks. Well, I do 1.2. Cam's a little too ambitious for me. The, the, the simplest answer, just do things faster. <laughs> that's it. Just do them faster. You can make more money. Hmm. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> hey, it works for me. <laughs> you can only drive so fast, though. Truck drivers, like, the <laughs> speed limits. We do not want you exactly. getting out of service and tickets. But it helps the insurance premiums for us, but not to you. It goes the opposite way. So do not yeah. take that advice Don't literally that. for driving. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Don't do that. Thanks <laughs> for keeping people in check, Cam. Yeah. No, that's good. So cool, guys. Well, I appreciate your time, everyone. Once again, thank you. Follow us on. Uh, we got a Facebook page. Get a load of this trucking podcast. You can find each of us on uh, LinkedIn or our insurance website, ValleyTruckingInsurance.com. Um, this is on what Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, pretty much every major platform where you listen to your podcast. YouTube. Um, get a load of this podcast.com. So. There's a lot Send of ways to email Ryan at ValleyTruckingInsurance.com. Hate, hate mail Ryan at ValleyTruckingInsurance.com. Yeah, give it a good old mail. Man. Don't send these guys emails. If I get yeah. hate mail, I'm just forwarding it to them. They yeah. still likely won't read it. So. <laughs> oh, it's from okay. Ryan. Click. <laughs> Done. Okay, that concludes an episode. Thank y'all. Thank you. Peace. Thank you all.